Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think um, the question might not be or being excluded, it's and being excluded because it is true that being excluded will cause you to miss out on opportunities, but missing out on opportunities will cause you to be excluded. And so, you know, when we look back into, um, you know, when you think about STEM, you'll think probably like a male engineer, someone who makes lots and lots of money and, you know, someone who's a man in power. And we really don't see like the top female engineers, the top female entrepreneurs, all, everything like that, but they exist. It's just, there are so many barriers that are put onto women that both exclude and cause them to miss out. And I think, you know, with FIRST Robotics and with um, webinars and just trying to increase exposure um, to all girls and um, emphasizing that, you know, we can change this culture. We can we can answer our own question. And if someone asks you, have women been missing or been excluded, we can finally say no in the future. But that's something that we have to work towards together, both guys and girls and, and changing how we view each other and trying to build back relationships, I think. But anything else from Team Matrix too? Um, I think we can speak more about that like in the next slide, which has a rather interesting um, quote we can look into um, because this quote really mentions something that explains the magnitude of this entire situation. That is, um, we're excluding half of humanity, half of the world's population from an opportunity. Um, then the world at large won't be able to progress as much. So this is a sort of, you know, profit and progress oriented way to look at things. That is, if we give opportunities to every single person out there, we all together can progress more. And um, that really shows the importance of including every single section of society into STEM. And that's what one first works towards. And first is, you know, as stresses a lot about this, these sort of issues. And we as teams and as a part of the first community understand this, um, you know, issue and understand the importance of working with everyone and ensuring everyone rises. Uh, Sandhi, anything to add? Yeah, I think that's about it. We move forward. Uh, yeah, the feds can uh, go ahead if they have anything to share about this. Yeah, so <clears throat> what we even see in robotics, which we'll talk about, but, you know, really deep rooted in the culture of STEAM and STEM is sexism, unfortunately, and racism too. But for now, we'll be focusing on sexism. And basically, um, like we mentioned before, there are so many harmful gender stereotypes and often um, myths that are still um, permeating today, even though Obviously, it's not true, but some of these myths have been that <clears throat> cultures will perpetuate myths that um, women's brains are different, and just because of our sex, we are different than men, and we would not be able to achieve or pursue as much as a man. A lot of times, you'll hear that women are too emotional, or women um, can't think for themselves. They can't think rationally, and really who are the people saying this it's mostly men that say it to women unfortunately and so um what we what research has shown though is that there is not a real difference like this is a complete lie that um 
while it is true that this really does put barriers on women participating in STEM, women themselves are not the issue. And it's not because women are not able to pursue STEM, uh, STEM fields because of their intelligence, because of their communication or social skills. It's really because um, not only men, but the structures that are put in place do discriminate against women. And then what all of this really culminates to is the continuation of a sexist mindset. So even in middle and high school robotics, you'll see that there is so much sexism and so much um, just overtly and covertly. So people will be um, blatantly sexist to you, they might say, oh, you can't do this. You can't work on the robot because you're a girl. Or people will be um, trying to be secretly sexist to you. Like if say you wanted to try working on the robot, there's gonna be someone who says, oh, but you should do the poster first, right? You should do some of these non-robotic things, right, first. And so um, both are very, very harmful and both are very, very common. Women and girls are meant to just take this and they're meant to not argue back. They, they just have to accept that this is their role and this is their place. Um, even in activities that they really love. And um, as a result of this, girls will learn that they can work twice, five times, 10 times as hard as a boy and still not get the recognition um, for it. When you see these incredible scientific discoveries from long ago, um, it's a guy who will often steal the credit from a woman researcher. Even just recently when the black hole was discovered, um, a male researcher took credit for the female researcher's discovery. And so these, these things do not go away. And although there's not as much blatant sexism saying you can't do it because there's a girl, there is so much um, hidden sexism. There's so many sexist undertones in the way that women are treated that that too, unfortunately, is part of the problem and needs to be fixed as well. And it would be harder also to fix. Um, so to add something here, um, like, you know, as a part of Team Matrix and as a girl in Team Matrix, and, um, you know, I think I could say the same for the feds, that we may not experience this as such ourselves because, um, you know, we are speaking out about this, we're speaking up, um, you know, we, we make sure our voice is heard. But there are so many girls um, I myself know and I've realized who experience, um, you know, these sort, of, these sort of situations and don't really know how to handle it because this sort of a mindset is, um, you know, has developed over the years and it is pretty hard to change. Um, but that's what we're trying to reform and we're trying to change. And um, only when girls step up, girls ensure their voice is heard. And at the same time, um, everyone else has an open mindset to what we're trying to say. Will this sexist mindset sort of dissolve and it will become a more cooperative um, sort of mindset where everyone is cooperating with each other. And, you know, like Anna rightly said, um, sometimes, you know, when a girl is trying to work on the robot or trying to work on the code, um, members may comment saying, you know, shouldn't you like go and like organize another outreach event or shouldn't you be instead working on like a presentation? But that's not the point because uh, the good part was that that girl was actually trying to code, was actually trying to gain experience. And if everyone just accepts the fact and that too encourages her to do so, um, only then will we all be able to progress because, you know, as a team then, like, everyone will be able to do better. And although this may not be present in Team Matrix and, um, you know, the feds and some other teams in urban areas, 
there are several, you know, teams um, in several countries or even, you know, maybe like in rural areas where this mindset is sort of present, not only in robotics, but in every other career, every other aspect of things. So um, what we are trying to say is have an open mindset and um, accept um, the fact that we are standing up, we are taking initiative. And um, this is also a shout out to all the girls to step up and ensure, you know, your voice is heard because um, only if your voice is heard will you be able to um, fulfill your dreams and your desires. And yeah, Sandy, uh, anything else to say? I think most of us are lucky that we haven't actually gotten first-hand experience of this since like our schools, they they really do not appreciate all this, but it's more prominent in rural areas because we don't notice it because we're not aware of it most of the times, but it happens a lot in rural areas. Most girls don't even get to go to school, let alone take part in STEM. And I think it's a really huge barrier because if you look at it, there are a lot of women that have been successful in STEM. And the fact that sometimes girls don't even get to go to school is a huge social barrier, which really prevents girls from participating in STEM, let alone facing sexism when in STEM itself. Yeah, that's so true. And to add, um, the, unfortunately, the sexism does still exist, even on our team, but also um, in areas where there are more first teams. So like where we are in Michigan, our school district already has three very large teams. And we live more in the city area too, like more um, urban area. And it's just kind of like when you do have a lot of um, I'll say guys on the team, but also when you have girls that um, will follow in and they won't support other girls, that's also a major issue that leads to sexist mindsets. You know, a lot of times girls may, um, instead of standing up for themselves, they try to blend in with other people. And so this itself also results in more cycles of sexism. And when boys feel like they can treat girls with disrespect um, and some girls are just taking it and they're fine with that, then they feel like they can treat all girls like that. And um, really, I don't know how it is exactly in India, but you know, in the US there is a strong culture of what we call toxic masculinity. And basically what this means is that from a young age, boys are taught um, either that they're better than girls or that you know they just, um, girls are weak and guys have to be strong. They have to be the leaders. They, boys aren't followers. And unfortunately this sign kind of superiority complex carries into middle school. And then if it's not treated in middle school, if boys still continue that, then it does result in high school also being sexist. So we do see even in places like Michigan, where there's a lot of first teams and a lot of girl initiatives, it still doesn't always seem like enough. But, you know, it is getting a lot better. Our team's gotten a lot better over the years with handling this, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But that's just what I wanted to add is that, you know, this, this really does bring, it really does culminate in the middle and high school level. And if it's not treated in middle and high school, it'll just go on and continue in the workforce. And um, just another quick thing I wanted to say um, was that this sexist mindset we're not trying to say it's only in boys or men, but at the end of the day, it develops in girls themselves too. Because when people around them tell them, taking the post, for example, um, you know, go work on the post or go work on the presentation. At the end of the day, they begin to think that 
why are they even trying to program the robot? They should just go and sit and work on the poster or the presentation. And then that, that sort of a mindset develops and they, you know, stop trying. So the point is don't let your voice get squashed and ensure that uh, no matter what happens, you continue ensuring your voice is heard. And at the end of the day, people will realize the importance of um, taking initiative and letting you in. And, um, you know, and only when girls stand up for themselves, girls don't let uh, what others say affect them, will people realize that, you know, women aren't going to back down. And at the end of the day, um, it's important that we all protest together and we don't cut off like half the world's population from, you know, opportunity.